Hey, it's Clay. Welcome to another episode here of the Money with Clay podcast. First off, I apologize about last week. I realized that there was no episode, but my voice, I was just not feeling very well. And um, for my other main business, I had to conserve my voice because there was lots of things going on for that. And because of it, I just was not able to get an episode out just because, um, like I said, I had to go into kind of conservation mode. And I'm still recovering a little bit. I do have a cough. So if there seems to be some sort of random pause, uh, it's probably because I'm coughing my lungs out. uh, But I'm also feeling well enough where I I can battle through and push through. But don't worry. Everything is okay. There's no need to call the paramedics if there's a pause or if you hear me. Uh, you know, choking in the back. Well, I guess if I'm choking, call the paramedics, but it's probably just going to be a cough. Uh, so again, I apologize for last week, uh, but I am back and let, let's pick things up we're right where we left off as the new year is still underway. And in this one, I I, I think I'm mainly talking to myself, but I, I in talking to myself, maybe you can relate. Maybe you need this advice that um, I'm going to be kind of giving myself in a roundabout way. I will say I've, I've come a long way in this and uh, this is an attribute that, uh, you know, to be in the stock market and a trader, which is, you know, one of the, the uh, income streams that I have, you, you definitely need to apply this general mentality. In fact, I may do uh, this article um, from more of a, a stock trading angle for my other podcasts that I have, because this really, really is important. And when, I, when you think about it from that reference point, I think it could definitely benefit some of those people. But for, as far as the Money with Clay podcast, I, I just want this to benefit you as a whole in life. Uh, and, and, and any attribute, uh, whether that be, I mean, and for me, this is probably definitely more patience from the, from the parenting point of view and f- from all that, because um, you know, I've, I've definitely gotten much better at it uh, from you know, the business side of things, but uh, this is something that, um, yeah, definitely goes a long way. So the name of the article comes from CNBC Make It is Warren Buffett. So if you're not familiar, Warren Buffett is a, is a, is a kind of, av- I guess a little bit above average investor. Uh, I think he's what the third richest person in the world. I'm not quite sure where he sits right now, but he's a very, very wise person. He's a very, very, uh, you know, solid investor. And he, I don't, he has so many great quotes out there. And what I found fascinating is, uh, as far as this bit of advice is concerned, is it, it's not his. It's somebody that he looked up to, uh, that he, uh, in the article called, you know, one of his heroes growing up that uh, I'm assuming he looked at as a mentor, and that's where he got this from, which brings a, a little learning lesson in and of itself. Nothing new to you longtime listeners of the podcast, but my question to you is this. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Are you surrounding yourself with a bunch of negative people, with a bunch of naysayers, with a bunch of people that have a pocket full of victim cards? Or are you surrounding yourself with people that are going to help get you better? Because in this situation, Warren Buffett got better because of this person. This person said something and years upon years later, Warren Buffett, uh, because this comes from his, his book that he wrote, I mean, it, it stuck with him enough where he, now he's putting it in books and he's always remembered it. But it's really hard to get good, solid, you know, worthwhile bits of, uh, not really knowledge, but just kind of perspectives on life. I mean, I, I guess it's easy to still get perspectives on life, no matter who you're hanging around with. But what about quality perspectives on life? That's why I'm always trying to hammer home, and you're probably annoyed right now if you've listened to many other episodes. Clay, I know you got to hang around a good group of people. Iron sharpens iron. Who are you hanging around? With? I know, but this is why I hammer home because once again, this whole idea has shown up. So yeah, more of those stories. Just hang around quality people. Who are you hanging around with? And if you need to make some adjustments, that's fine. Now I get it. If it's family, you can only do so much. But if it's not family, then yeah, there, there's definitely some things that you can do to start to 
uh, manipulate your surroundings in a much more beneficial way. But name the article, Warren Buffett calls this indispensable life advice. You can always tell someone to go to, there might be kids in the car, so go to some place where it's hot and steamy tomorrow. So that's the name of the article. And I'm not gonna read the exact thing, but like I said, I already gave the, it just starts off telling who Warren Buffett is, one of the most successful investors of all time. Yes, he's worth a lot of money, good for him. He's made lots of good decisions. Um, and then it picks up and says, in his essay for my book, Getting There, A Book of Mentors, um, the Berkshire, Berkshire Hathaway, so that's Warren Buffett's company CEO, revealed that he inherited many of his insights from a handful of people who he refers to as his heroes. So again, people he surrounded himself with. One of those heroes is Tom Murphy, a media executive and the former CEO of Capital Cities ABC Incorporated. Buffett, Buffett described Murphy as an enormously even-tempered and able business person. He didn't have to shout or scream or anything like that. He did everything in a very relaxed manner. More than 40 years ago, so again, 40 years, it stuck with him. 40 years, who are, you, who are you surrounding yourself with? More than 40 years ago, Buffett wrote, Murphy taught him an indispensable lesson about the importance of recognizing and controlling your emotions. He said, Warren, you can always tell someone to go to very hot and warm place tomorrow. Buffett recalled, it was one of the best pieces of advice I had ever received. Murphy, Murphy's point is that often in a heated situation, the smartest thing you can do is hold your tongue. If you lose your temper, you're more than likely to do something you might regret later on. And once it's out there, especially in today's technological world where anything you say can go viral, you can't take it back. It's such an easy way of putting it, Buffett continued. You haven't missed the opportunity, just forget about it for a day. If you feel the same way tomorrow, tell them then. But don't spout off in a moment of anger. Wow, that is, I get it, you read it and you're like, well, no kidding, no kidding. And, and you're right, I mean, I can't say this is revolutionary advice, but I love the way it's structured. I, I, I do love the way that he's put it. You can tell him tomorrow, or you can do it tomorrow. So for me, yeah, do I really need to lash out at that very second? Maybe I do, but you know what? Let, let me give it a day, let me sleep on it. And if the next day I still feel like, yeah, I, I do need to behave in said manner, I do need to say whatever I was thinking, Okay, then I'll, I'll say it now because I it's been a day, I've slept on it, and I was right. But from my experience, uh, and I, I, I'm totally making up this statistic, but probably like 99% of the time, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I didn't react or I'm glad I didn't say or I'm glad I didn't behave. And however I was actually you know, believing I should or wanting to at that time. So you can always tell someone to go to a hot, warm, and sticky place tomorrow. And I mean, for me as a parent, sometimes... I'm a little too, maybe uh, my fuse is a little too small with my uh, kids and it's just like, you know what? Maybe I'm gonna start to apply that. You, you can always go down that pathway tomorrow, Clay. And I have a very sneaky suspicion that when tomorrow comes, I'm like, yeah, Clay, that was, that was definitely overreacting. That was not having your emotions under control. And in uh, you know my other business and when it comes to the, the market and trading, this is a fantastic way to go about it because there's a lot of emotions that go into trading the market. And you know uh, you can you can be tempted to do many things, but qu these quote unquote things are certainly not how you should be behaving as a trader. But if if I just if you look at it as a you know what, you you can act that way tomorrow if you want, and by the time tomorrow comes around, I mean I know for certain, especially in the world of trading, 
yeah, it's it's amazing how fast things change. So like I said, I, and I've I, I've learned that, and that that's been put into play for a long time as as far in that regard. But like I said, yeah, from other areas of life, particularly parenting, since I'm still, I mean, I got four kids, so I'd like to say that I was I'm some sort of super parent and have it all figured out. Uh, but no, I'm uh, I'm I'm learning as I go, and this is something that you know will, will make a great difference for me. But I mean, how about for you? Are do you struggle with a temper? Do you struggle with really anything? Are you just impatient? I mean, just this can be applied in so many different ways. But I absolutely love love the idea that hey, you know what? You can always do that tomorrow. Picking back up the article, learning how to gracefully handle your emotions isn't easy. But it's worth practicing. Allowing them to run wild can cause you to make bad decisions and even harm your reputation. Yeah, absolutely. According to Richard Obrey Austin, a psychologist and leadership consultant, you can strengthen your emotional discipline by using techniques such as meditation, mindfulness, and breathing. Committing to these practices can help manage difficult emotions when we are in situations that trigger them. It's important to note that Buffett isn't advising people to not be emotional. Rather, he emphasizes the advantages of acknowledging, examining, and understanding your emotions. By doing so, you can create more time and space for clarity, which will allow you to make more prudent decisions. Murphy's advice is deeply connected to the concept of emotional intelligence. An emotionally intelligent person possesses both self-awareness and social awareness skills, both of which are essential to developing and maintaining good relationships, communicating clearly, managing conflicts, and achieving success. And once again, I read through all this, I'm like, well, yes, no kidding. You, you want to be emotionally intelligent. You want to be self-aware. But I, I don't, I'm just going to speak for myself. It seems like that stuff is much easier said than done because sometimes I act and behave and say things where after it's all done and the dust is settled, I'm thinking, Clay, what were you thinking? What, what are you doing, you moron? What was that all about? So yeah, I, I emotional intelligence, just reading it, it seems so easy to apply, but wow, you know, in the, in the real world, for me at least, like I said, I don't know, maybe you don't struggle with it. Sometimes I'm not emotionally intelligent, I'm an emotional moron, and I, I want to continue to work on that, and I need to continue to work on that, um, and you know, this is something where I, I'm, I'm definitely going to remember this, you can always tell them to tomorrow. And I think that will not think I know that's going to help out if I just remember that, you know what, sleep on it. Because what I also like about it is from a, a logical perspective, it's not saying you're wrong at that point because what it's saying is, hey, you know what, you could be right. Maybe tomorrow what you were thinking, what you were wanting to do, you should actually do. You should actually say. So it's not that you're wrong. It's not that you should never say this or behave in this manner. But you know what, let's just, let's just be emotionally intelligent about it. Let's see how you feel tomorrow. And after more maybe anal analyzing it or going through kind of the, the thought process of it, you very well could come to the conclusion, yeah, you know what, my, my gut instincts were right. I, I should have reacted that way. I, I should have acted in that way. But hey, today's today and, I, and I'll do it now. So that's what I like about it. It is not just automatically ruling out to not do it because that's something that, for me at least, can always threaten. It's just, that, that's a two, you know, you don't want the pendulum to swing too far the other way where, you're, where you just automatically say, nope, that's not how you should react. Because in my mind, it's like, well, how do you know that though? How can you make that decision in that amount of time? Maybe it is how you should react. But this bit of advice totally compensates for that. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, you might wanna do that. Just wait for tomorrow. So I love how it still leaves both pathways open. All it's doing is adding in a nice little time element to make sure that you don't 
act too rashly or behave too quickly in a way that's gonna ultimately harm you. So I know this uh, episode is a little short, but I really don't think anything else needs to be said. I'm not gonna drag this out. This is you know, the KISS method here. Keep it simple, stupid. Go out there and again, the saying that hopefully you start to you know apply that I'm gonna start to apply, you can always tell someone to go to warm and sticky place tomorrow. So keep that in mind and um, I wish you all the best in terms of this emotional intelligence. I mean, it's basically still the start of a new year um, and I, I'm definitely gonna apply this to kind of what I wanna work on now in 2020 and hopefully keep on getting better with it is just be more emotionally intelligent by using this statement that'll uh, I think really help me just take a step back, take a deep breath and then like I said, 99% of the time probably decide, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm glad I didn't do that. So hopefully you find this helpful, but yeah, get out there and start working on that emotional intelligence. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening. Before I go, I wanna just make your attention to a few things. First off, if you enjoyed the show, then make sure to help us out in the iTunes, especially if you could leave us a rating. That goes a long way and just assists me in getting the word out there, and I, I genuinely would appreciate it. Second, if you find yourself either in debt or just feeling like your, your personal finances are kind of out of control or could be much more efficient, then I would encourage you to go to moneywithclay.com and check out the Slab Money Method. That is the course that I put together as a former process engineer that outlined every single step, step by step by step with documentation, with forms to fill out, that'll put you on the path, the exact path I used to pay off $163,000 of debt and get myself to the point where not only am I debt free, but I am now able to build wealth and build wealth in an efficient uh, manner. So if you're curious and interested in that, again, moneywithclay.com and that is the slab money method. And no, this is not all some massive sales pitch when I say that it works, it truly does. And I back that up with more than words. My action behind those words is that course comes with a one year money back guarantee. So if you try it out and you're not making any progress, you're not seeing any progress, then I will refund you the cost of the course, which is very minimal to begin with. And then finally, make sure to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, just look up for Money With Clay and you will see us there. Again, thanks for hanging out. I'll see you back next episode.